What's up, people? It's your boy JB2 in the cut. And you already know you're rocking with DTE, the Deep Theory Experience Podcast. Keep it locked. Well, why? And I got your girl, why? Feeling like I'm Jaro. Bitch, I'm always on time. Got my soldiers on time. If you want that 4 5, come in bad like Jordan. Bitch, you know I'm scoring. Or try to spit on you for doing something that you truly love. You know what I mean? Because of the color of your skin. How do you not fight, bro? But I, that's the thing. I, I'm young, right? This is not like it's like people my age. This is older people. We are here with another one. Another one. <clears throat> another one. It's a Deep Theory Experience podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy, JB2. Here with the two fine people. Miss fine. Yo, actually, that was fire still. You're yeah. Right. <laughs> Yo, we're keeping it. I got caught today still, guys. I put myself, yeah. put myself, I was a crab in, I was a crab in a bucket. But anyways, Damn. I'm here with the two fly uh, peoples, uh, Dean, um, and, and your boy still drain the building. Still drain. Still drain. Still <laughs> Don't kill me. Top your eyes with the cellar. <laughs> fine, <laughs> likewise. Fine, likewise. Yo, but how you guys feeling, man? We out here. We out here yeah. like kids in the wintertime, for sure. The snow ain't stopping in Canada. Let's just I let mean, it be known. Today was actually a pretty good day, you know. Like, it was. It's getting warmer. It, it was nice today. We took, we took Mikel for a nice little walk. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, he got to ride in his little car, you know, feeling okay, nice. Sure. Yeah, he's trying a little skirt, skirt, you know. Beep, beep. <laughs> uh, but the man's hands were cold. He doesn't. He doesn't like the wind. <laughs> of course not. Yo, the man's face every time the wind hits him, he turns this way. It's just, it's hilarious. No one's trying to feel the breeze, bro. It's cold outside still. Yo, he has ultra black in him for sure, and that's what this is. What the episode's called today. Ultra black because it is black. <laughs> it is a Black History Month, uh, yeah. and it's black every day. You know what I'm All saying? Day. It's a black day every day. Uh, yes, sir. Represent uh, today. You guys are lucky that the beautiful Deanne is taking over. She's got the reins. I'm gonna get, toss her the keys to the bimba, and uh, she's gonna, you know. Look for a Sim Simma. And, uh, oh my God. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Oh my Yo, Takatobia still. All right, we're going to start. I don't even know if this is going to be light, if this is heavy, but I kind of want to see where your head's at and see if this is still on your mind. So the first question I got for you guys Do you think things have changed since, or improved since the whole George? Floyd. You be there, you know. Um, that's all I want. Yeah, I think just chiming right on what you guys are talking about, the answer question. Uh, I don't think there's been that much change uh, because the, you know, just me keeping my eye on the people who were talking about it, who were at the forefront of it. It's like that just got passed into water, you know, um, it's just flowing now, you know. And um, it, it's sad because I feel like the momentum was something that we should have never changed, you know? Even even in the basketball, like you still hear certain people talking about it, 
but you expect those certain people to talk about it. The rest of everybody really not saying much, you know, like they were before. So, um, I mean, I can't speak for everything about saying like there's been, there hasn't been any drastic changes, right? Like you said, I'm not in the, in your certain companies, you don't know if there's changes in there. Um, you don't know if other people are talking about it and having conversations, but, um, I think there's only so much you can really say though, to be honest. Are you talk? What are you, what are you talking about? Are you talking about like everyday people, or are you talking about? I'm talking celebrities? about like celebrities and like. I don't know what you can really say. Like I think it's just more so about like the actions. Like actions, what do you do now? Yes. Right. Yeah. Like I was talking to like uh, one of my boys just briefly about Kyrie, um, right. and just like everything that he's been doing, Middle- and even the stuff that we didn't know he was doing. Right. Like, we were, a lot of people were questioning like his movement, like in, his like, integrity. His, yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you hooping? Like, why are you staying away from the game for, like, like periods of time? Like, like what are you really doing? And obviously, he's not going to come and be like, yo, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Nah. I'm just going to be about it. What, I'm doing what I'm doing. Exactly. And if you hear about it, you hear about it. If you don't hear about it, you don't hear about it. And that's that. So, um, just to see, honestly, to see Kyrie and... um seeing what he's doing, the impact that he's making, just obviously, like, putting his money where it helps, right? Like, even just, I know this doesn't have to do with George Floyd, but, like, even him just putting part of his salary towards the WNBA. Yeah, that was was a game changer. Yeah. Because they're they're not making that much, and their, their unity, I felt, was a lot stronger than the NBA fraternity. I, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. And I would say they actually probably made a bigger impact in the yes. sense of like, you know, the, the cases that were going on, like the Breonna Taylor cases, like the, you could, like, even if you didn't know what was going on in the WNBA, there was no way you didn't hear of what they were right? doing. Yeah. They were in that case. They, so. they did so much. Um, they weren't afraid to wear whatever they wanted to wear as well, too. I think they all stood like, yo, like, yo, we're all a league. We're all one. So, like, let's show that, you know? Yeah. And I, I remember, um, I remember uh, there was a game one of, um, one of the WWE teams were playing. Can't remember which team it was, but the cops were, the security cops were mad at the mm-hmm. fact that they were rocking the shirts that they were rocking. Yeah. I remember to that. Me, like that's crazy. I yeah. mean, you know what's going on. You ain't dumb. Yeah. But yeah. you're so concerned on like basically telling them to shut up and dribble. And but I, this was good too, though, because they were able to also expose the owners that you know weren't fully we're doing ex- them. And like, right? if, if this didn't happen, they wouldn't know. Well, you know, you would get a sense because you, you know, get a sense. Yeah. You get a sense, but this really put them on blast, and it was like, mm-hmm. you don't need this energy. <laughs> you don't sell. You don't sell. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I hear that. No, and I and I just say that. That's why I feel like they had the biggest impact. And plus, again, they had a lot of females actually really trying. Like they took away their career yeah. to make a change. Like Maya Moore, right? Um, right? There was a lot of players who didn't play because they wanted to really impact change. And right. And there's a lot of players that kind of opened their eyes. Like I was scrolling really quickly on Instagram and I realized one of the previous Atlanta Dream players is now a co-owner of the team. And I was I, like, oh, 
What's her name? It's gonna bother me because I can't remember it. Uh, Montgomery? Montgomery. Montgomery, yes, yes. Yeah, Uh, and I was like, that's big. She's huge. You know, like, that's just one player making a move. Imagine... Uh, every what that does you know in the future it translates and that's that's the thing right and i feel like their impact should showcase in results meaning they should have reparation mm-hmm. come to them you know their, their salary should be increased because they're really walking the walk you mm-hmm. know and i'm not saying that nba players are not doing that i feel like there's a lot of them that just yeah. keep it under wraps they just do it like john yeah. wall is one he does like what happened in texas right he's just doing it like he doesn't right. care he just got there too <laughs> you know what i'm saying but he that's what he's known for and that's what he's talked about mm-hmm. so i do feel like there's changes in that aspect in terms of action i feel like people are more aware i think mm-hmm. that's a big change um but then there are still the 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 non-changing things like people still choosing to ignore minded people or be yeah. oblivious you know <laughs> What changes are you expecting now or hoping for or looking forward to now that Biden is president? And do you think this is going to impact Canada positively or negatively? I I like the fact that you pointed out Biden because most most black people are going to automatically be like, we're not even worried about Biden. We're going to go to Harris, right? Which to me, we can't put all that pressure on a black woman to make change the first the first exactly just like we try to put all that pressure on the first black president barack obama yeah i mean like they're not gonna do like we understand how the politics work we understand the guinea pigs and all that blah 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 she's gonna impact where she can right um with biden i feel like he just needs to um expose our history Mm. i think that is the biggest thing like there's so much history that we've given that a lot of people are just making their own history. They don't understand what history is, you know? Um, A lot of counterparts don't even understand why black, what black history month, um, wow, I don't know why I'm stumbling. What black history month represents? Every day represents something, right? And I was talking about that on the other, session that we had and each day has a representation of what we've done in history mm-hmm. so i think yeah. all that needs to come to the forefront um for us to even at least have people more aware like yo this is what actually happened right. you know i don't know what your grandparents told you but this is what happened this is why they're fighting this is why they want what they want you know mm-hmm. And um, also what I want to happen is the other side. And when I say the other side, I want us to, if this ever comes to, which we already know this is inevitable, if it ever comes to another situation like a George Floyd or a Breonna Taylor, we need to try the other side, which is the Malcolm X side. I don't condone violence, Mm. but we've never tried that. So like I was saying on the last session- Oh, did your mind change? Did my mind change? Yeah. Cause we kind of we spoke about this before. We did speak about then, it. I said I was neutral. I said I was neutral. Okay. I said so I Huh? You're leaning a little bit. I'm leaning more on that side because again, like it's it's just about we don't know what the outcome will be if we don't 
try it like you know what i mean um and i feel like we've we've literally given them we're how could i put this in a ball sense like we literally are a predictable offense right like we have a predictable yes. offense the pick and roll they know how to just you know what i'm saying like it's, just, it's too predictable with the protesting and they know how to counter it. They know how, they know how to adjust. They know how to be ready for whenever we protest and they know how to make it look bad on us. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, yo, if they want to paint this picture, I mean, we might as well go fight fight. Cause we, we never seen that side. No one's ever mm. gone to that extent. Right. Uh, again, I never thought I would ever see lynching. Trust me. In the modern day era, right? So for me Trust to see me. that lash, I'm not, I never even vividly seen it. Right. But to know, you know? Right. Um, it's crazy. Nah, those images were out there, bro. I know there was images out, I'm not, I'm saying like, that I wasn't personally there, like, to Oh, yeah, see, no, actually. You know? Um, but regardless, bro, like, the fact that you're seeing images. Right. Like, like, show off your iPhone. <laughs> like, like, it's like, like, it's like, like, you took your own picture of it, like. Bro, exactly. I don't. I, I should not be able to. This should not be happening. I shouldn't be should able to Google thing. it. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like in the modern day era. So that's crazy to me. But yeah, those are the like, changes I'm looking for. Um, when you're I, talking about Biden, like I'm also thinking, like it's going to. I hope he stays true to his word. Oh, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I'm just waiting for action at this point. He's not. Yeah. He's that's well. Well, but everyone talked about it. It's all about voting for the lesser evil. So <laughs> it's true. Your facts. It's no. some kind of a like. Can Amen. you imagine? Like, listen, we I had to choose the lesser evil. I mean, but I exactly. have to be as an American, right? But you know, but the thing is, it affects us. Everything it America does. does affects us because oh, we're such yeah. a huge alliance with them. So anything they do, let's just say they wanted to start a war today. Canada, Canada's blood clot ass is gonna go join them because <laughs> we're their best friends, you know? Like But 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 if Canada doesn't agree with them, it's a whole different story and they turn Exactly, they turn it back on us. Hold on. I was there when you wanted to make the stupidest decision before. Facts. Uh. So uh, again, there's there's big things, but to me, like again, like we're talking about this, I think uh <clears throat> on uh, on the first season. When we were talking about Biden, you know, touching the little girls and, and ways, and I said, like, if I ever had oh a man touching my son or daughter like that, I might, I, I, he might get choked on national television. He might, he might he get might. choked. He might die on he national will. television. <laughs> he might die on national. Put him in a sleeper hold, bro. Put him in a choke. Yeah. Put him in a coffin. <laughs> like, don't touch my kid, bro. No, nah, but. I, again, like I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm hoping he stays to his word, or at least some of his word. All right, he is a lesser evil, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't. My expectations of that, I don't have any. Mm. That's, don't have and any. that's a big statement on on its own. Like yeah. the fact that we already know that you know we're not expecting him to move mountains at this point. Right. But I just need to see something that I haven't seen for the last. Facts. Eight of my years, you know and what it, I mean? And it has to, it has to shake the world, mm -hmm. yes. or at least shake our people to see, like, okay, we're in a direction that is going to see greater things. Especially for the youth, like they have no idea. They gotta grow up and search these things 
if they're going to grow into this to these changes to, to, to whatever we or the government wants them yes. to learn. You know what right. I'm saying? There's a lot of schools out here in Canada. I feel need uh, more educational things for black for black people. You know what I mean? Like, I, That's a fact. I I feel like we should. Ha- I'm not saying like we gotta just create everything black, but there's a lot of history that Canadians don't understand about their black history here. You know what I mean? It should not be an option either. It shouldn't. Oh, yes. Talk that should not be an option. That has to be mandatory. Facts. I agree. Like everybody needs to learn about it. I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm selecting courses like, oh, I get to pick this or I get to pick that. No, you have to take this as mandatory for you to graduate from like each grade. Not even just school. I think that's mandatory in all workplaces. Yeah, so, facts. Like you have to take code of conduct, just like you have to take information, information technology, right. how, yes. all of that. Mm-hmm. This should be mandatory too. It's necessary. And not I just on Black History, not during, not just during Black History Month either. Exactly. But yo, I listen. I take in a lot of things, and I'm just like yo. They want us to learn French. They want us to learn all these. These things that have nothing to do with everyday living, right? Mm-hmm. It's mandatory that you have to learn French <laughs> or Spanish. Either what you know. I mean, French helps. French helps French because does. we're a French. I understand what the French Canadian. I understand that. I get yes, that. that. But that there, there's so much deeper roots to that. The colonization of that, like you know, like they want us to learn these things knowing that we're a multicultural country so there should be elements of all countries tied into our education at least here in canada right so i feel feel like if we're talking about history let us learn about all history yeah at least some some way shape or form like 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 you can spend like a quarter of like a semester talking about black history a quarter of it um talking about like i guess China, Asian history. Yes. Another history, quarter about like history should be mandatory know. for all four years. So I, it yeah. gives you enough time to learn most of Everything the history. That exactly. Yeah. A little bit of Afghanistan, a little bit of Asia, a little bit of this, a little bit of black. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's I, But again, I'm not I'm not the school district and the, <laughs> the board, you know. <laughs> No, you're not. Okay, so then, okay. So with all that being said, do you feel like at this moment in time that you're in tune with your history and your culture? And if not, what are you doing to change that? Mm, I like that question. Shit, that's just, that was finger licking good. <laughs> Even though we're not allowed to have any finger licking good things now because it's COVID. I don't know, for myself, like, like, I don't know, like, you see a lot of things on social media. Um, and obviously, like, even, honestly, I watched um, Judas, the Black Messiah, mm. um, just the other day. The movie's actually, like, it's really good. Um, yep. But, like, that's, that's, a way, that's a way for me to learn, to be honest. Like, I learn through, like, like if I see certain things that I see, like, on social media or on the internet, and it, it kind of catches my mind, it's just like, yo, like, if I want a, a further um, or in-depth um, thought or, or idea of whatever's going on within like whatever I'm reading, then I'm going to do a deeper research. 
mm-hmm. on whatever yeah. um, that catches my mind or catches my interest. And there's certain things like um, that. I, I, I hate reading about certain things that kind of bring my mood down. Mm. It bothers me. Like, yeah, but it's a bittersweet thing, though. I, it's, it it's, is. It's needed. I, to- it's needed. I totally get it. I totally understand it. But like, I've been on such a thing where I've I really avoided like watching things that will probably like, make me feel depressed or sad. Man, like, I watch a lot of comedy. Like, this, I need that because it keeps me up my spirit self. Like, I go through enough mentally. Mm-hmm. Where I just don't, I don't need the sad stuff, man. I, I, I try to avoid it at all costs. But like you said, there are times where I do need to, yeah, just suck it up and just listen and just watch what is important. I'm with you on that, and I feel like that's the same thing for me. Like I, you, you, you guys already know I don't watch TV. So when I do watch TV, it needs to make me laugh. But I also understand that. You know, I also need to watch um, and visualize the things that, you know, have happened in the past for me to truly understand. And it, it's very yeah. hard because for me, I'll see a visual similar to you guys of like what they're trying to visualize happened in the past. And I'm like, I'm putting myself in that situation. And I'm like, I, I can't. can't. That image yeah. sticks with me forever. It's daunting. It's like, it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's more pain. You, you, you're yes. like, you dwell on it, the anger that builds up in you, I just can't. So oftentimes what I'm trying to do, because we um, at work are often talking about it, we're trying to educate ourselves and create more awareness and da da da. So I'll do my best to still watch those things, but we'll use other media resources. So whether right. it's a podcast, uh, whether it's a TED talk, whether it's um, something not lighter, but easier to digest, I personally can't yeah. sit there and read something graphic. Yeah. I can listen to it, um, but when it turns into a visual, like a documentary, a movie, a TV show, where I can visualize and that scene can play in my head over and over yes. again, yes, that is mm. the hardest pill to swallow. Trust me. I hear you guys on that. You know what I gotta say Same. to that? The truth hurts. A hundred percent. It hurts. Oh, thanks. It does. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like it hurts, but it's necessary. And um, I agree with you guys. I feel like trying to find a balance Mm -hmm. and and all that helps to digest it a little bit more and resonate it with it a little bit more. For me, how long supposed to relive? Sorry. sorry, How long are we? How long are we supposed to relive those moments of like death? Like just watching Judas, Judas the Black Messiah, and just seeing how. The cops killed um, yeah. Fred Hampton. Like, ten. Yep. Fam, I'm hearing. Like, I I knew I already I knew about it from before when it when they bust when the cops bust off like a hundred shots. Yeah, they, bro, one, they killed they, they killed him in front of his pregnant wife. Yes, and then like, only one black nine person months. shot one bullet. Yes, I know. One black person shot one bullet. Every every other bullet was from the cops. Nine months, fam. Like she's basically due at any second, and to me, like she could have died too. Yeah. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like that's how. Like that's. I understand what you guys are talking about reliving it. I think you guys should just take it how you guys can, mm-hmm. right? You guys know your limit. I think just reliving it once is good enough. You don't have. If someone's showing it to you, like, listen, I already know about that. Let's talk about it. Like you know, yeah. like let's let's go in a a different way to like 
break it down and dumb it down so we can both get something out of this conversation. But um, the whole Fred Hampton thing, that, that, that shit's, uh, it's a lot, you know? They basically staged him like he was a piece of shit, like this dead meat on the street. Um, and of course that's gonna make anybody enraged, you know, especially coming yeah. being like us being black, we put ourselves in that situation. And that's the hard part about reliving this. Yes. Cause we put ourselves there, like, you know, and um, you just try to think like how we would have been in that situation, having to deal with all these things that are happening. Um, it, it's it's crazy though. Cause I think about it and I'm like, Okay, so just as a human being, yes. forget all the layers. As a mm. human being, you mean to tell me if I was to show someone that is racist the the, the movies or the documentaries sure. I can't watch, mm. they can sit there comfortably and still feel okay with their thoughts. See nothing wrong. See yeah. nothing wrong. Like, but that's that's I, that's borderline social for that. I mm. can't. I cannot, yeah. like, like, mentally, I can't process that. I'm like, I just. But it goes hand in hand to just like people who can murder and then go have pleasure the next day or like within three hours. It's very, very compatible. I, I don't That's like, nasty. It, it is nasty, but what That's, she's saying, what she's saying, I get it. what she's saying is real. I hate that. I, I hate the fact that, uh, we like when you show this to people who are very racist, they understand and they know they're racist, but they tell themselves they're not racist. It's, it's crazy. It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. It really yeah. is. It's blasphemy. And um, I don't know. I don't see another way around it. You know, like mm -hmm. we just got to keep exposing them. Just like, you know, like if you want to expose child predators and stuff like that, we just got to just got to expose them. Lure them out. Crazy. Like I said, the truth hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Indeed it does. Honey, okay. it hurts. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so with, with the truth now. So, mm -hmm. we've talked a lot about racism. Racism yes. and all that. Yeah. Have you guys yourself experienced racism? Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, how many... Listen. Tell me about it. Hockey is, I'm not gonna say like it's the only sport, but like it's a sport that heckles any other player or ethnicity that's not white, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've experienced, I think, I think the hardest one I experienced was when I was 14. We were in uh, Edmonton, um, we we're trying to, we we're practicing, we we're trying to go for breakfast right after. Um, and they literally had like eight people like just barricade the whole thing and they didn't want to let us in because there was what wait wait wait, wait. they yes. barricaded the, the restaurant they, they came outside they barricaded not a restaurant it's a diner the breakfast diner <laughs> let's get it right <laughs> so uh yeah we they barricaded it um there was like five black guys on my team right two of them are light-skinned one of like two of the other ones are lighter than me. I'm the only dark, dark chocolate nigga on the team. All right, bro. And um, yeah, they barricaded it. They said, yo, we're not letting you guys in. I'm like, yo, we want to eat. 
and me coming from Scarborough, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of ways that, you know, we maneuver and uh, I have a lot of aggression at that time. So we were ready to fight. But our coach, obviously, understanding the situation more in depth because he's older, he gets it, he's seen it. Um, he told us to go back on the bus. But they spat on us, like they spat on our bus, you know, like I've had games where like I had a, I had a player on the opposite team, like literally wait for us outside because they're like, oh, you shouldn't be playing this sport. Who said I can't be playing this sport? You like, do you even know who made this sport? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my people made this sport, but y'all won't know that unless I expose that or unless the government of Canada exposes that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I've experienced a lot. I've experienced a lot for sure. A lot of hatred at that time. How about but, you, Jay? Right, like the one that <laughs> comes to my mind, like this happened probably like two years ago. I was on my way to work, <laughs> and I stopped by a no frills before work. Ooh. It's like it's like probably eight thirty, eight o'clock, eight thirty in the morning. I stopped by no frills to go grab like a coconut water. And like um, you know, the oval team, the oval team cookies or whatever. Ooh, Yo, shout out the oval team cookies, man. <laughs> Yo, I try to get, I try to pick those up. <laughs> I try to pick those up. No problem. I knew I was going, which I'll go to. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be in and out because I started work at nine, bro. Right. I go into the store and like I seen um, I picked up whatever I need to grab, and I'm going back to the cat like, to cash out. And the line's just long, bro. And I'm just like, yo, I'm, I can't be late for work, bro. I'm going to put this stuff back. And I went, I legit went back to the aisle, put everything back. Came back out, about to try and make my way out of the, the no frills. But like, you know how every lane gets blocked off because if you're not using the lane, they block it off. So I'm like, okay, so I have to go to the one lane that's open <laughs> and squeeze through everybody just to get out. Like, I don't want to do this, but like, I'm, so I see a guy at the cat, one of the caches that were closed. I'm like, yo, do you mind letting me out? Cause like I'm trying to get to work. And the guy's like, um, your bag seems a little bit heavier than how it came in. <laughs> I was just like, huh? And like I have music playing in my ears, like, but not yeah. in my ears, but like just kind of off my like I'm wearing my headphones off my ear a little bit. And I'm like, pardon? So like your bag seems a little bit heavier than it came in than when you came into the store. And I'm like, my bag has not left my back, my back. <laughs> since I've been in the store. <laughs> How are you gonna tell me that there's, my bag is a little bit heavier? Crazy. You know what's in my bag? <laughs> you know what's in my bag? Like, what was in my bag? My work uniform, my my pair of running shoes, and a, probably a shirt and like maybe my lunch bag. Did you? That was it. Did you tell him what was in your bag? No. Are you crazy? Okay, right. Thank God. Okay, continue. continue. That's not his business. Good job, black oh. guy. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, yo, my bag is not heavier. My bag has not left my back at no point in time since I've been in the store. I'm trying to get out. I'm not trying to squeeze through the lane where bare people are lined up. So he just let me through here and I'll be on my way. This guy's like, you mind taking your bag off? And I'm like, for what? And like, I also hear like on the intercom, like, um, can we get like, um, we get something to check late aisle, whatever, whatever aisle I was in, bro. Ah, and I'm just like, and I'm just, I'm so confused. Cause like, I'm like, I'm taking my headphones off completely now. I'm like, what's going on? 
This guy's like, yeah, we have the cops coming here just now. I'm like, bro, I'm leaving. Wow. <laughs> You're not keeping me here. I'm out. I, fam, I unhooked the chain and I walked through. I'm like, yo, I'm good. Like, I have nothing, like, nothing on my conscience once I leave here. Yeah. Like, if the cops pull me over, so be it. Yo, check my bags if you want, bro. But I don't have anything to show you. You want to see my shoes? If you want to see my gym shoes that I walk around in for eight hours out of the day, bro, they probably smell because I've been wearing them for so long. What do you want? Like, what do you really want from me? He wants to smell it still, you know? He wants to smell so, <laughs> He wants to smell I, your I pheromones, dog. Yo, chill, that's nasty. <laughs> but I ended up getting to work, like, a couple minutes late. Yeah. And, like, I, I apologize to my manager or whatever. My manager's cool, so, like, they were just like, it's whatever, bro. Like, I told him about the situation. My manager was black. My managers are black. Like two of them, out of the few that I had, they were black. And I told him about this, the situation. And he was just like, you "Take your same question." Jermaine asked me, "Did you take your bag off?" I'm like, "No." This guy's like, "Good." It's a real nigga question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's no joke. Like it to me, the fact that he's like, like he's trying to create a narrative that actually makes no sense. Right. You know, so. like for what? Like, like if you're that bored at your job, don't be doing it. I understand we all need quit. Money. You, know you can quit today. But you bro. don't have to make someone else's day worse because nothing's happening. You're a security guard. <laughs> security. He wasn't security. He wasn't security. Oh, he wasn't cashier? security. He wasn't security. Oh, he's cashier. He was a. He was like, I think he was a manager. That's even, but that's that's even manage the place. Manage it. That's what I'm saying. Like you're you're watching one person walk into the store, to a grocery store. I, but, bro, I didn't even. I wasn't even like lollygagging, bro. I legit. But this is the thing. If he had actual evidence, bring that to the people, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just you can't just accuse and assume, right? Facts. If you don't have no proof, that makes no sense. Oh, we're gonna call the cops. No way. I have no proof to show them. Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, waste the cops time. If he actually had proof, he would have never let you go. No. You're, like, he literally would have been like, yeah, I can't keep this guy. He stole something from my store. I'm keeping his ass. Bro, I've been in your situation. The man held me. He held me, fam. Okay? Like, literally, like, I, I was, I was, I'm short at that time. I'm still short, but that's beside <laughs> the point. But Yo. I was, I, my weight was a little bit lower than what it is right now. Right? Yeah. And as soon as this man picked me up, I was like, yep, all right. Yeah. Cops, <laughs> cop, cops are going to come, they're going to they're gonna find me, right? Like, there's, yeah. there's no escape in this. But it's because they had proof. Mm. Your situation, they have no proof. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. That's like, hear you, like, your stories, like, I haven't personally explain, experienced any like blatant racism or right. none that I can like remember. Yeah, uh, nothing that impacted me at all. So it's so when I hear your stories and I know like you know you guys have been through it, I'm like, yo, that just makes me angry. Angry. And like the only thing that I can say that I have experienced under the umbrella of racism is colorism, and that's like amongst my own people. So mm-hmm. that is a that's whole different, different level. That's a whole that's another a level. different level. And it's just like it's one of those things where it's like back then that probably ate at me, but now I'm like, you know what? It, it is what it is. I'll go do what you guys do. You're not about to stress my life. Like, I can't. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> the, back, the back and forth. No. But, what? But to me, like, again, like, just going off of what Dre's story, mm-hmm. 
I never really took in the intercom until I was in a situation, right? Like you mm -hmm. really don't understand. Like you're thinking they're just uh, doing protocol, like they're calling aisles uh, and blah. And you're, and you're looking up, you're like, yo, I'm in this aisle. Why are they <laughs> Hold on, I'm man, going. I always it's crazy though. Stuff, bro. Like no matter how many times, like I always have a headset on me. Y'all know Same here, this. same here. The moment I take my headphones, I always walk into a store, take my headphones off, slightly off my ears, so I can hear what's going on around me. Right. I listen to I listen to the intercom. Like I've I've worked in um, a retail store where <laughs> my manager is sick though. One of my one of my oldest managers from my my, my old job, she would used to go in the intercom and just like just call it, like random aisles. <laughs> Somebody mm. check uh, aisle whatever whatever. Nobody's in the aisle. Right. She'll just do it. And I'm just like, why do you do that? And she's like, well, honestly, just keep everyone on their toes. Like, and not even just like just like the customer themselves, yeah. or just like like employees, like watching like their, watching their section and stuff, right? Watching. Like making sure everything's good. So that, but that's 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 a smart thing to do. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's it's fun. that's a smart thing to do. I get that, but like, I understand. But I'm just saying, like, you are in tune with that, like the intercom thing. But there's yeah. a lot of people who are not. Are not. Yeah, and they yeah. don't even know the element of surprise that's coming to them. You know what I mean? Trust me. There is nothing more um, degrading than having a person spit on you or try to spit on you for doing something that you truly love. You know what I mean? Because of the color of your skin. How that's do you not crazy. fight, bro? But <laughs> I, that's the thing. I, I, I've, I'm young, right? This is all like it's like people my age this is older people that's all the questions that i have for you but we had a really good conversation the last time that we unfortunately didn't yeah. record <laughs> and it was you know talking yes. about your favorite yes danny danny lane however you say her last who's, who's favorite who's favorite that's my favorite nigga. It's favorite. oh i'm about to say yeah you can you can have that <laughs> yeah, and I'll claim it. <laughs> Even though my girl be me, she might beat me up, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, wow, oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, wow. And I still stand on what I stand. I, I hear you. Like, you, you felt like there was a lot of colorism in that. You felt like there was a lot of, uh, you know, degrading. And I, I hear you. I personally, not being biased, mm. I hear that. You know, um, I just, you know, I think she was just talking about her man wanting, who is not her man anymore, <laughs> wanting uh, her yellow bonus. <laughs> uh, but again, there are certain people who can say those words um, and not understand the true meaning of it, right? And again, we do have sugarcoating words that, or like slangs, terminologies of certain words that everyone takes into reference of a different definition if that makes sense yeah so someone might look at like you know you calling a red bone like a, a redhead <laughs> you know mm -hmm. as some people take it like it's a light-skinned girl like you know what's the difference between a red bone and a yellow bone i still don't know <laughs> Toby. Yeah, me. Either. I don't know. I didn't even think a, a yellow bone was the thing. So I didn't know it was a thing too. But I know if you click the porn site and click red bone, you gonna see a light skinned girl coming up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was thinking like I I, I, I don't think all these things were like undertones. Like what's your undertone like within your skin? Like, what is well to me well, like 
Go ahead. That's a makeup thing. That's a makeup thing. So you know, everyone has an undertone. Yes. And that, that, that. But my That's thing is thing. like, yeah. That so is. you either have a peach, yellow, red. Okay, you'll you'll find out soon. The whole thing. Don't worry. Don't worry. But my big problem. My problem with this whole situation, like I already have a problem with like just the whole like black white context of things like the fact that we're called black people even though i haven't seen one black person yet Mm -hmm. to me we're all just different shades of brown yep that's that's for me so like i already have a problem with that i've acknowledged that that's part of you know our history history, that's how we identify ourselves and and i remember seeing a video and it was of uh it was of a Caucasian little boy. He's probably a toddler. And the mom was recording him saying like, what color are you? And he's like, oh, peach. And she's like, what color is your friend? Brown. Do you like your friend? Yeah. Like, like it was, mm. you could see that like racism is taught. Like, you could see like this is. has to other people, a black friend that he just sees as a brown person that mm-hmm. is his friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They so try to sh- that conversation that she was having with her toddler. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like, why, why are more people having that conversation? And don't get me started on the whole I don't see color thing, because that's a whole oh. bunch of BS. <laughs> yeah, that is. one I don't even understand. You gotta but, see color. But then <laughs> you bring it now to to the African American community and all of a sudden oh, this person's too dark, or this person's black, or this person is... What? Like, I don't understand how you are now causing self-hate amongst your own community that is already being hated on. Yep. There's a lot... That that is something that I'm I'm in hopes that it will really change immediately. I, I feel like there are times where we can take certain, like we like to, we just like to laugh. Sometimes black people just like to laugh it off. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we have a way of just making jokes. Yeah. But again, some people don't take these things as jokes. You no. Know? And the code word now is preference. Yes, preference. Don't get it twisted. When I hear preference now, I'm like, listen, that's a trigger because don't try to use See? that. See, my girl that's trying to ask me about, she's like, what's your preference? Nigga, I don't have a preference. She's like, you have to yeah. have a preference. I'm like, nigga, I don't. She don't believe me. She's like, listen, your your mom told me your preference. I'm like, they don't know my preference. How they gonna know? I didn't bring every single person I met to this house. Like, you know what I mean? It's true. So it's, you're right. Like now that the the code word now is preference, mm-hmm. um, it it just takes away from everything. To me, when it comes to our people, yet we have a hard time uplifting mm-hmm. one another. You know, we don't make ourselves feel comfortable being in our because again just the breakdown for a lot of people like the white people live better you know i wish i had like again i had my little brother he might hate me for this i'm sorry i won't say his name but he had a point i think he was probably like six or seven he said he wanted to be white again he's a kid yeah you're taking it lightly you know but there could be some truth to it that could have led for a long period of time throughout his life 
where he probably would have bleached himself, you know? Like, so again, like as an older brother, you want to instill like, yo, you're black and you're beautiful. Right. You know? But that's real though. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I just remember seeing a commercial or an ad of someone of the preferred skin yes. color promoting a lighter skin type and a product that goes with it. And then you start to think, huh, maybe. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. Right. That right. The, the fact that you can start, and, and now, and I, I'm afraid for the kids nowadays because they, they're exposed to that early. Mm-hmm. Like they're exposed to, they can get those products at 12, and, yep. 13. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's yep. crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy. And that, and uh, Do you guys ever think there was any type of like, like, honestly, I thought there was a time where there was going to be like some growth or changes within our own community when it comes to like our skin complexion. Honestly, I, re- I really did. Like, when I started hearing about like, obviously darker skinned women, like speaking out a lot more about like what they all experience. I'm just like, okay, like we're taking a, we're taking a huge turn. Like now we're progressing somewhere, but it's just like, yo, we didn't progress. Like it was just, it was talked about. And then it's just like, yo, it was it died under the rug. It started flowing. We went backwards. Yeah. To be honest, especially in the media. I feel that way too. Do you remember watching those '90s videos? Yep. Yeah. How, yeah. How many dark skins did you see in those '90s videos? How many light skins, brown skins, all of these different skins? Like you didn't know the distinct difference. It was just black. If you're if you're black, you're black. Yeah. That's it. Especially in those Michael Jackson movies, you know, those those videos were classics. To be honest, it's and it's crazy too because you might, you mentioned Michael Jackson and obviously he went through his own yes you know, his own little transition yeah and it's it's like it it almost felt like it got worse as years come by because I could go back and look at like '90s fashion and seeing like dark skinned women with like you know they were they're beautiful obviously but like it was just you could see it more and they were true to themselves no makeup no nothing they had their night represented well they, they were represented well and then over time the evolution changed <laughs> and it's it, even with the makeup like oh. you started to see a lot of dark skin started to wear like this pink foundation or like it was like <laughs> fluorescent pink <laughs> it was like a different yeah color. yeah but it i just, can't even fault them because at the time, and even till this day, most beauty companies weren't making their shade. They're not. They wanted they to wear makeup. They're wearing something that was something their wasn't their color, which which is but they're, it's fucked. They're also giving what people want, right? Oh yeah. Like they're also like people want, like people always looking for the light skin or lighter tone the lighter, women because it's closer right? to the white people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But again, even just me stating that, me stating that. It's colorism because yeah. they're black, right? Mm-hmm. There shouldn't their 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 shade being closer to white shouldn't uh, mean anything less of them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I just feel like with them getting a higher plateau and a platform, they should have just stood the ground and saying like, "Yo, we're all black women. We're all beautiful. Y'all need to start creating makeup for this shade. We come in different shades." I mean. 
That's you why know? I applaud Rihanna because she started. Yeah, she, oh, yeah. she honestly, I applaud her too. I give her her yeah. diligence. So, for a person to step away from just the music and doing what she's been doing, I commend that for you sure. Miss the music, though. Of course, of course, you miss the music. I mean, I miss well, like, seeing her in videos too, but I mean. <laughs> You know, well, she's, she's definitely making a huge impact, like Mind you, globally. She was also another person that was accused of bleaching her skin. Yes. So I almost every that. single black woman. There's in, always been that the, in the media have always had through that whole phase, and it's crazy because yeah. then you start to see a side by side picture of when they were younger to when. So they know, I you know it's crazy as you say that. Nia Long to me was dark, right? Mm -hmm. Like like. Obviously not like my complexion, but she was dark. When I see her now, she's a lot lighter. So it made me it's think. Just, it's interesting because like it makes me think, and I'm like, okay, you think so? Maybe she is. You can see her freckles more now. Yeah, but maybe eighty percent of them, like, yeah, they had some type of product. It wasn't, some type wasn't, of like the full bleaching experience. Was yes, something brightening agent, something. Right. But then if I think about it now, even for myself, like if I if I look back and I know my mom showed me a picture of what I was like, I don't know, eight or ten, right. I was much darker then. So really, I, yeah, and I I don't know what that what happened because I know I could put a hand over her and know that I didn't do mm -hmm. anything because you would you would tell you could tell yeah. <laughs> if I did. <laughs> but it's like there's also that which is crazy because I had to grow up and be comfortable in my own skin. Right while I was going through that phase. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you start to see the media make it worse. Yep, I'm tearing and people down. <laughs> and then you got you got the media and then your people. It, oh. it, it just, it just, it's all. The aunties and uncles? Yeah, the man. The ones that, that say the slick remarks like. Listen, oh. I, I know. Cause again, and this is what creates that family dynamic or that divide where you got the lighter, like the lighter people on this side and they yeah. don't want to. They don't want to mess with the darker people. So it's they gonna leave bad. them. Yeah, it, I, I, I know. I've not, I go through it. It's currently going mm -hmm. right now, and um, even with uh, what you're saying, like I was lighter as a baby. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the darkness came from, but that shit came. I like it came, <laughs> you know. But I've embraced it. Like I love my skin. I, I've never looked at my skin and just said like. And I wish, you know, I wasn't darker. I will say a, a point in my life when I was a kid, mm -hmm. because I wasn't getting the love from my mother, I started mm -hmm. to be like, I wish I had white folks as family, mm -hmm. just the way that they organize their self oh, wow. in their family, right? Not saying I would change my skin color, mm -hmm. but just more like, I wish my mom was more like the white family, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but again, I guess that doesn't that, that come down to like wanting a whole like I guess like a a household a, where yeah, like it's you want a happy home. You want a happy yeah. home. Yeah. You want yeah. a happy you want a home where like you guys are doing things. Like again, like I was talking to my girl, like Mom my, and Dad. Yeah, like I, I wish I had uh, the foundation where like my brothers or my sisters were my best friends. Of course you guys are my best friends. Yeah. But you would want that element, right? In your family whole, cause yeah. you guys grow up, you live together. Like that should be pretty much a no brainer, you know? Your go-to people. Facts. I mean, and especially me being the oldest, you know what I mean? You would want that. So it, it develops you to whenever you have kids to pass that down, you know? Um, yeah. But like, you so, even though, like, if I think about growing up, so 
I was born quote unquote like I, I don't even want to say light skin because all babies are born like right you know what I mean right so, had no skin different pigmentation and I started to develop my pigmentation as I went through right so yeah. I went through different phases because mind you my mom is a lighter skin tone than me my dad's darker mm-hmm. and I do remember at one point like and this is probably like high school where I really peeped it I was like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> the people that my dad messes with in terms of females yeah i've always been a lighter skin. i like skin complexion mind you i have an older sister that is much lighter than my mom so i mm. know her mom is lighter than my mom yeah so that starts to mess with you mentally because you're like wait a minute am i now looking like you, you know mm-hmm. what i mean am i now considered ugly because i you know it, it, right i don't even thought about it like that you know what I mean? If someone yeah. that I call true to me considers like someone that they, they would love lighter than them pretty, mm-hmm. I do I now consider myself. Yes, I'm his daughter, so he's never gonna tell me like he's not gonna make you feel Yeah. But you know, that messes with your mental. So then now yes. you start to grow up of age and you start to speak things in high school. You start to see, you're like, oh my right. yep. <laughs> always I always remember that it's like I remember growing up and I, I remember saying like, okay, for whatever reason, most of the guys that I talked to, I don't know if Dre <laughs> were lighter in tone than me. And I don't know. Guys understand. that you spoke to? Like, yeah, were lighter skin tone or the, the ones that were, were either not, not my ethnicity or lighter than me. Yeah. And I remember my mom saying like it just works that way it's, it's you know it's just white and black and i was like what is that what do you mean <laughs> and she's like you know what i mean like the, the lighter skin tone with the dark skin tone with the females light the males dark or the males light the females it's dark. funny that you say that it was like crazy every single nigerian movie now and it messes it messes with you. with you yeah it's it's it was like the norm you have to have a yeah it's you like balance it out like i don't understand you call that the reese's pieces <laughs> Okay, bro. Because, like, now you are now telling the next generation to be like, oh, you need to balance out the skin tone so you can't be messing with it. I I can't talk to someone that's dark skin. Right. That's true. I think, honestly, like, it, it shouldn't matter what shade. Again, we know what there are different shades of black, and we just gotta love that, you know? I shouldn't, I don't, I don't feel like we should ever look at, like, this is the norm, you know? It's just like, this is our foundation, right? But you would obviously want to encourage more people to be like, this is not the norm. You don't have to be with this color, right? We all come in different shades. If you like a dark-skinned woman, love that dark-skinned woman. If you like a light-skinned woman, love light, that light-skinned woman. An albino, love that albino, right? Still black, you know what I'm saying? So I think, once we start to reassure that and start to keep stating that and actually being about that, I think the younger generation has at least a clear vision that we come in different shades, I can love who I love. And I'm not gonna be looked at if I date this shade that I'm somehow, you know, degrading our people. You know what I mean? So you shouldn't feel that way either, to be honest. You shouldn't. But again, our our older generation didn't that didn't help the situation, right? I mean, just piggybacking off what Deanne was saying earlier when they had the '90s, right? 
as time was changing and you had the light skins coming up, you know, where like the Shamar Moors and, you know, da, 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 and, you know, all dark skins are winning again, the Moors chestnuts and, you know, you know what I'm saying? The Omar X, <laughs> like it was a battle. Like, it's just like, why can't yeah. we just all be like, yo, we're all black, we're winning. Yeah. <laughs> we're winning. Yeah. For real. But yeah, I like, yo, this was, uh, gee, I, you held your shit. You held it down, girl. <laughs> she did this Virgo style. Yes. All right. <laughs> there you go. Got it? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, you're corny. Yo, allow me, fam. Allow me, dog. <laughs> but yo, this was a, this was a blessed session. Um, I like the fact that we went there. So I, I like I felt like I connected more with you guys, you know. I didn't know that Dre experienced uh, racism like that you know so and just to hear Deanne saying that she was she feels the anger just hearing the stories is uh it's telling you know um yeah uh audience i hope you guys like this episode you know what i'm saying it's just dte again this is dte um you know i'm here with my compadres as always we are tuning out uh till next time guys speak your mind own your truth you're done now okay for more dte content go ahead and click that like button click that subscribe button follow us on social media at dte 2020 and don't you forget share and comment in the comment section below definitely want to hear your guys feedback and we definitely want to hear your guys truth so keep it going, speak your mind, you know what it is, it's DTE, yeah!